Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by Helpful Goat Gaming. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. The world of Banya cracks in anticipation of the approaching storm. Its lands strain against unnatural forces, and warnings of what is to come have been carefully placed among its people. Warnings that led us to a few tieflings, goliaths, drow, and halflings. But how can this unlikely family of broken people stop a force that has been generations in the making? What strength is left in the bonds of friendship? friends. I hope your fluids are managed. Welcome back. Uh, the party just killed two rocks. Giant, giant, nasty, uh, incredibly deadly, hard to kill creatures. And I'm so proud of them. Well done, everyone. Well done. Um, so uh, Burbage was essentially just talking to an orb. Um, and uh, as Hakari's spell fades with the last 30 seconds of dawn, it turns to a, a, a deep purple and then a deep, deep dark blue until it completely fades from, from sight. Ladies and gentlemen, what would you like to do? I would be going immediately to the rock. Yeah. I don't care which one. Maybe. Like whichever this one I'm one. closest to, I guess this one, and I would just right. start taking samples of shit. Do you like? I would take climb on top of it and start like peeking out. Well, it's kind of fell right, so I can get like uh you know uh like some feathers and some meat and some fluids and maybe even pop out a rock eye. Well, actually, how big is a rock eyeball? Would that like fit in my bags? It's about as big as you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I would take whatever it is that I could kind of like shove into my bag. Okay. Just, I want to have a bunch of yeah. rock items. You mean investigation check then, please. Okay, and if I've seen her doing this before with the zombie, I'm going to cast Guidance on Clem. Okay. You just know I start to dig Ooh. in. Ooh. I start seeing her like crawling over the body. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
All right, excellent. Uh, so yeah. 29? 29, you can take whatever you think of from this thing. You get feathers, oh, yeah. you get... You even, like, cut out a bit of the skin where Hakari bit into it and killed it. Uh, it's just kind of blackened that area, and you're just, like, kind of curious as to what exactly happened there. You cut that part out, you take some of the bird feathers, you, you start to cut into its, like, spinal cord and get some of the fluid out of that, and then you hear a... Oh, no. From where? The rocks seem to be slipping and falling into the chasm. And then the whole bird itself starts to slip backwards into the chasm uh, itself as you are as you are on top of it. Did we just feed something? Rock meat? Uh, I use my boots of the winding path All and right. I bamf back to 15 feet. Sounds good. To where I had been. All right, you bounce out foof, as the whole rock slips down and silently sort of falls into the cavern and then poof, poof, as it slams against some of the rocks. Dang. Couldn't get meat from that one. We should check out the other one. Do we think that was just gravity? Seems like it might have been just gravity. Yeah. Seems, yeah, okay. As, as the, the path itself started to kind of crumble away into the chasm. It was a rock slide, according to Sam. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Someone ban him. Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> Clementine, uh, Charity, and Hakari, uh, you also start to hear noises now from in the chasm. And they sound like... Are they baby rocks? Yeah, we've just murdered their parents for fucking up. Are we supposed to feel bad? We probably should go not take care of them so they don't starve. Do you mean feed them or kill them? That's what I'm saying. Unless we're going to... I mean, how are we going to... I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> Well, we can send them to the farm where the owlbears live. It's okay. Is there a real farm where owlbears live? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> asked that. No, I just yeah. kind of looked around and. Uh, yeah, Burbage and Charity uh, seem to. Yeah. Burbage and Charity is there really a, a, a farm where owlbears live? Uh, or is that like the puppy yeah. cat's meant to grandma's? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if it's a farm, but there is sort of a wildlife sanctuary where eventually Stormbringer will be collecting something like a dozen owlbears. Well, I mean, if we can get them safely there, someone will come pick them up. Well, I mean, okay, so we'll have to go all the way back to, like, Fidero, but then we can come back here. It's okay. It's okay. So we'll just go back, take the rock babies, and then come back here, and I'm sure that the smoke at the Goliath encampment won't have gotten worse and it will all be okay. Yeah, I'm not giving you a refund if you uh, leave me to go back to civilization. I just gave you, like, one of my sticks. I don't care. Well, now that makes me feel bad about the the payment that I received. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, But you also managed to pick up lots of brain samples. That is true. These are going to make some bomb-ass potions. What if we did... At this juncture, right now, just decide. Fuck it. We don't need the process uh, avatarana. We don't need to get in touch with Stormbringer's tribe. Let's just get these rock babies and get them to that farm. 
The ones, the ones coming out of the I'm chasm. sorry. Did you say Stormbringer? As Burbage is explaining no. this to the group, you he hear... He said Snow push, Mountain push, push. Balder. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> As these much, much smaller versions of the rocks are now flying as fast as they can out of this oh. cavern. You see one of them uh, with a with an entire horse uh, in its claws. So they can, like, feed themselves <laughs> and And, and they're now flying just up and out. Um, it seems like these are not helpless children. These are just young rocks. Babies, do you need our help? We can help you! Ah! It's okay! You guys, it's just like the way of nature here. I don't understand. Just, like, move on. One of them churns starts to come back toward you guys. Oh, it's coming back. It wants help. Move on. We gotta move on. Uh, I think of a rock and throw it in the opposite direction. <laughs> and then it, it kind of just goes higher into the air. And okay. Disappears. Can we go? Andy, how many hours do we think we are from the um, Goliath camp? Probably only a couple hours now at this point. But what time is it? You said it was pretty late, right? It was. It, it's like uh, mid afternoon, so you could get there. Oh no! If, like I thought it was evening. Not quite. Yeah, yeah, I like, so too. When we were on the mountaintop, it was like we were just trying to get down from the yeah, mountaintop. Yeah, you thought to it was camp. evening when we were coming down. Yeah, I would say you you were going to be able to make it there by like a little bit into dark, if you wanted to. Like you got about another hour and a half of sunlight, probably still. And then, uh, and maybe two hours of travel. So do we want to arrive in the, in the smoke, in the place, uh, in the nighttime? Or do we want to maybe, uh, rest and recuperate a bit from these giant birds? I feel good. I'm glad for you. I think we should rest. Because, Stormbringer, you've said that your family might not be happy to see you, so we should probably rest, so just in case. I don't know who Stormbringer is. Okay, I definitely heard Stormbringer that time. I definitely <laughs> heard it. No, I'm still mad at Baller. I don't know okay, who Stormbringer is. Okay, so you're is. the one. You're the one that Dawn Protector is looking for. I got mixed up with that infamous Stormbringer. I call her that all the time accidentally. It's just because we look a lot alike, but that so some people might also get confused. But I'll explain to them that I'm Snowbound and Baller. We just lost Craig. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See you, Discord. Craig. Discord. Discord. Now recording. Hi, Craig. Um, can I roll an insight check? Please. Are you rolling it on me or Hikari? Me, I assume, right? I mean, I rolled an eight plus one, so it doesn't really matter. You believe my lies! Yay! <laughs> Which is weird, because one of my character traits is that I'm a really bad liar. Yeah, I gathered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's okay. They might be confused and I'll explain it to them, but it's okay. And I don't know, like, maybe we should, maybe we should, like, like, get there, um, just, just in case something bad happened. Like, usually they don't quite have this much smoke, right? Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be real with you though. Like you guys are real strong, and so like I, I guess I could feel more comfortable with you here. But like, I don't usually travel in the dark in the mountains because of you know, rocks. Yeah. So, uh, it could be a bit dangerous. But is I mean, you're paying me. 
for my services, so it's it's. Uh... I vote we stay, or I mean, make camp somewhere. I would love to make camp. So Hikari votes we camp. Maybe it maybe not right here, but like. We could camp in the carcass, it. just clean it out. You got a nice uh, warm go. hole. I was kidding. <laughs> There's probably a nest down there. You could crawl down. And... Yeah, I'm sure those young rocks won't be back anytime soon. That finding us in their nest and then eating us. Sarcasm. Charity and um, Burbage, what were, what were you all y'all thinking? Like... I feel really good. I've not been injured at all, so I'm good to go for days. But I don't know. Y'all look a little haggard. 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 I got beaked pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think that whatever you want to do, Snow Mountain Baller, is the most important part here. But also... Attaché a drucksack gambit Kemp? I don't fucking remember. Should probably weigh in as well. Right. I forgot we were going by other names. I didn't say that at all. You people are real weird that you just keep forgetting your own names. I'm just saying. Like, did something happen to you? I have not at any point forgotten my own name. That's true, Charity. I guess you've always been Charity. But like... Everybody else, I don't even remember what what that one's name was, and I point to Hikari. Uh, Rosemary Sinclair. Might I point out that Charity occasionally accidentally calls himself Calorin for some reason? Does anybody notice that? I don't think it's an accident. All right. Yeah. Well, stick and move. We all had a lot of head injuries. I haven't. I could start, like, trying to find some, uh, I'm, I'm an alchemist, you know, so I could try to make some potions to, like, fix your head injuries if you want. Well, I don't, I think that they're okay. It's just sometimes they make us forget our names. Like me, Rosemary Sinclair. All right. Let me just weigh in here on what I think we should do. <laughs> okay. If you're not, given the amount of sunlight we still have for, I would guess, the next hour, hour and a half, use your vision to look, uh, to look east and scroll all the way to the east. And I think that would make a great camping spot right there. Looks like it's sort of on an incline, sort of our own sort of weather top scenario. Oh, I'm sorry. I was once hanging out with three fellow halfling friends, and we were on kind of a little journey, <laughs> and we needed to camp somewhere, and we chose a kind of a high up space with a good view of everything. It was called weather top. How, How did that, that end up? Does that work well for you? Did you make good decisions there? It was fine until someone lit a fire. <laughs> uh, we were fine. <laughs> what was the horse? Oh god, why is something coming? Why is there a horse? What? Oh, look, that is a horse. Scroll scroll back this way, everyone. Scroll back to the west. You see a, you see a, a riding horse uh, saddled and everything trotting up kind of in your direction. Does it have anyone on it? It does not. Oh, perfect. Can we just go somewhere? To yeah, camp? Let's just... You hired me to lead you. I mean, I'll lead you to a place to camp. Let's do that. 
we were this close to just making a decision about where to camp, and then some inscrutable force decided to send this horse past us. Now we've got to focus on this horse. Hey, horse, what's your deal? Come here. We're just going to search this horse. <laughs> the horses come when you just go, come here. Uh, you go up to it. It seems seems pretty tame, um, uh, it, uh, though it's a little skittish as you approach it, and it kind of rears back just a little bit. Um, give me an animal handling check. Hey, 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 horsey, it's all right. I'm a friend. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to handle you, that's all. Horse is going to bite you. That's a crit hit on animal. That's handling. a crit oh my hit. Oh, God. Yeah. Crazy. Burbage, you, you walk up to it. You see it's skittish, and as corny as it sounds, you almost recognize something in its eyes. And One, you two. are just very slow and very deliberate yeah. as you approach it. And you start to pat it very gently. And it eventually maybe even recognizes something in your eyes as it leans its head down. Um, you can approach and, and check it if you'd like. That's that's really nice. I'm just going to add that Burbage also like sings a song. Oh, yeah. To the horse. And it goes yeah. like this. <clears throat> <laughs> Horseradish, horseradish, I can tell you are very skittish and very outlandish. <laughs> but if you let me rub your mare, we will be friends and you can lick my hair. <laughs> it, it kind of sniffs your head and licks your hair a little bit. Cool. All right. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna search. Like the, if there, is there any like pockets on the? the... Yeah, uh, give me an investigation. Yeah. I'm gonna lean over to to Clem. Did he just sing? If you let me pet your mare, which is a type of horse, not a part yeah. of a horse. Female horse. <laughs> your your mare friend. I think he meant Maine. <laughs> I think he meant Maine, but like you know, it's a halfling looking aspect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a mare. Either that or he wants to pet the horse's elected officials? <laughs> mayor. I don't know that horse yeah. is elected. I've got a, Burbage has a bad history with mayors. Yeah. There could be a mayor of horses. Do I recognize this horse? You don't recognize the horse itself. You recognize uh, generally what it's wearing. Um, like the bitten bridle. Yes, sort of the bitten bridle. It even has like a tiny bit of armor. You recognize its mare. That is uh, kind of leather armor strapped to the front of it with blue uh, and white stripes a little bit. This is this is a horse of the White Fang clan, the tribe that you're going to see. Oh, so does it? Does this horse look like it would have carried, been able to carry that like undead thing that we? Uh, uh, Goliath? Yeah, absolutely, it could. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a giant horse. Yeah, this uh, this horse belongs to the tribe we're going to to go visit. I recognize it's a Kutramon. Hey, let's uh, let's go fast. Let's go fast to visit the tribe because that's kind of weird. And I'm I don't know. This is kind of concerning. You know, I think this this horse looks pretty sleepy too. I think it probably wants to camp for a bit and sleep as well. Uh, Burbage, you're checking it over. Um, it it has some like uh, it has like a weapon still strapped to its side. Uh, it has a, a few personal items in the in the like pouches and stuff. Burbage, um, is there any blood on it? And you do see uh, a, a blood streak oh, okay, uh, along the saddle <laughs> and kind of on the back end of the horse. That's random that yeah. I just asked about. 
Do I also see the streak? If Rubbish points it out, yeah. I think this horse might have belonged to that uh, undead Goliath friend that we made earlier today. And uh, let me just reach in here and find the personal items that might be valuable and that maybe I can keep and sell. Purloin. So you're going to steal from a dead Goliath? I mean, I know I stole, like, its brain and stuff, but I feel like... Yeah, I was going I'm not stealing from a dead Goliath, Clem. I'm stealing from a dead Goliath's horse. There's a difference. Also, Andy, with what I did for my med check on that dead Goliath, where it seemed like it was sort of crushed by a boulder or giant rocks, would I think that if he had been mounted, his horse would be alive? Those injuries don't seem to match with the blood and with the, yeah, the horse still being alive. Um, this looks separate, even. Drew's gonna be like, I don't think the person that we saw on this horse are related, because if he had been on this horse with the injuries he had, this horse would also look like him. Okay, so to me, that means that there's another dead, undead Goliath possibly coming up here to get us, and maybe we should camp. I swear you guys hire a guide and then you don't oh, even listen to her. No, I think we should really go. Like, I'm sorry, Clem, I know you're really short, so you feel like you have things to say. I understand the short people I get it, but we should go to the White Fang encampment, like, now. Like, this is not, there's smoke, there's a horse, horse, horsey with blood on it, and... This is bad. Something right. bad has happened. I'm not saying I care about those people, right? Because, like, I don't know them from from Adam, right? Like, I don't know them at all. But if I did know them, I would be kind of concerned. And so we should go. Who's Adam? Who's Adam? What are you talking about, Stormbreaker? It's an idiot. Snow Mountain Plier, whatever you are. <laughs> all right. Okay, fine. I say, okay, it is up to her. We'll go. I'm riding the horse. And for the record, I think that the Goliath was killed, became undead, rode his horse for a while after that, and then fell off the horse. So I'm just saying I could be a pretty good detective. All right, let's go. Let's do it. If we're leaving, let's leave, because we're losing daylight. Let's go. All right. Can somebody put me up on this horse? Can somebody pick me up and put me on the horse? I do it. All right, Akari lifts you up and... Thank you. Clem, do you want to ride up here too? I think it could hold both of it you. It could definitely hold. It could hold a Goliath. I prefer my feet and not to have my bags okay. uh, out of my sight. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So on the horse, uh, the rest of you now trekking. Stormbringer, you know where the camp is now. You know the exact peak. Um, you don't need necessarily Clem to show you where to go. Um, this is now almost muscle memory for you. You know every rock and tree now in this area. You could lead them pretty quickly uh, if you'd like. All right, bye, guys. Yeah, no. I'm going pretty fast. <laughs> Clem, don't leave us. <laughs> um, yeah, so so now Stormbringer kind of takes the lead. Uh, Clem, you do kind of point out a couple things that uh, Stormbringer seems to be going on a path that was washed out like this winter, and so you kind of maybe steer away from that. Um, but generally, Storm, you're you're amazed at how well Stormbringer seems to know the area, uh, I'm or whoever. Also, right about the <clears throat> Snow Mountain Baller, 
Uh, I am going to light my Lantern of Revealing. Just since it's okay. getting dark and we're going to need light anyway, because yeah. reasons. I mean, I guess I have dark vision, but still. Anyway, um, it lets me see invisible creatures and objects as long as they are in the light. Gotcha. So do I still see the yellow, or do I now see a yellow bright ball next to Burbage, or is there... Uh, you do not. Okay. You kind of look around, now facing the lantern. And I wouldn't know to look for it. This was just Rachel wondering. <laughs> yeah, now to, to Burbage, and you don't see anything now. Well, to be fair, Burbage did sort of say, hello, ball floating behind me, or something. So I think that you might have had an idea of where to look yeah. in character. I think your ball's gone. <laughs> Thank you. <Derek>. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Um, so uh, uh, an hour passes. Uh, now that Stormbringer, uh, give me a survival check, Stormbringer, with advantage, please. You also have guidance. And guidance. I was sorry. I've been going to say if it seemed like Stormbringer was taking the lead, Charity would be putting guidance on her. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Seventeen plus. 19. All right. Yeah, with a 19, you're actually able to make up some time even. You're probably going to hit the camp now just before dusk. Um, and about an hour into your trek, uh, as you're passing uh, just kind of a babbling brook, um, you see a Goliath now, uh, like, kind of head in hands, hands, like, arms crossed, on, on his knees, just, like, sitting on the road next to a tree at this point. Uh, and the horse um, immediately trots up to that Goliath and starts kind of nosing it. Oh. Do I recognize the Goliath? Uh, not exactly. Their face is hidden. Um, hey! Hey, Goliath! They're not moving. Psst! Hey! Hey, Goliath! Did you hear... My f sister, she said, "Hey, Goliath." You can you can tell they're breathing and stuff. They're they're kind of breathing heavily, actually, but um, they're not lifting their head. Do they look undead or anything weird? Are you undead? Uh, they do have a, a pretty deep wound across their back. Can I make like a perception check to see if the? Yeah, give me a perception. The check. undead or don't a breathe. Check do they? Closer. And actually, that's a good point. Like, did the undead one we saw before was was he breathing? Did they like yeah? No, not really. Yeah. Either. Uh, yeah, fifteen medicine. You get close enough. They're breathing. Uh, they're still bleeding a little bit from that wound. Um, this does not seem like a dead person. So I'm assuming, like, I know from all of my interactions with Goliaths that I know like a good and smart way to approach a Goliath and not get like, you know punched or... uh the best way is to not <laughs> essentially okay. yeah stormbringer is gonna go up to the goliath yeah okay. you can get punched that's fine <laughs> and i'm gonna like kind of crouch down in front of them hey hey you okay uh they're just their breathing kind of intensifies a little bit but they don't raise their head. Yeah. Is there a Goliath language? Uh, giant. Yeah, they speak giant. Maybe you could try speaking to them in giant. Yeah, I'll try talking to them in Goliath. 
language. Okay. Uh, this is a language you don't often use, and you've probably avoided using it even lately. Um, and it's a language uh, with very heavy meter and and rhythm to it. It's gun do and in very kind of heavy heavy vowels and syllables. Um, and as you start to kind of speak, even softly, even gently to this to this person, they raise their head just a little bit. Uh, to you, um, and they're they're short, cropped, kind of dark hair, sort of shaved on the sides. Uh, you recognize this person, Stormbringer. Um, this is a Goliath named Snowdown, uh, who only got his nickname just like right before you left. He's quite young. Do I recognize him as well? Uh, you think you've seen him around, maybe, um, but. You've never really talked to him, probably. Also, what does Stormbringer say to him in Giant? Oh, do you know Giant? Do you know Giant? I know Giant. Yep. Nice. I work with the. Yeah. I work with the fucking Goliaths. I speak their language. They speak common too. I don't know. What you, yeah. I know. Just saying. Hey, hey, it's okay. What's wrong? What happened? What's, what's going on? Snowdown. Hey. Uh, and when you use his name, then he immediately starts to kind of push you away and just frantically. And you, ah, 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 okay, and, I'm gonna and, back off. All right, yeah, he he kind of clings to the tree, like next to him, and you can his back is now to you. There's like a, a pretty deep gash across his back, uh, and his face is now kind of on on the the bark of the tree, and he just kind of hits his head against it a couple times. Does somebody have like an umbrella of calm emotions or something? <laughs> nope, that was uh, VJ. VJ. <laughs> no, but I can try to sing to him. Do you want me to try to sing to him? This Goliath seems actively wounded, right? Yes. Interestingly, uh, by the light and the flame, be healed? And I'll cast Healing Word. Okay. At level one. Seven. Nice. Yeah, you see the you see the wound start to close up a little bit, and the bleeding stops. And does he calm down some? He, he's kind of just he's breathing pretty heavily at this point. Hey, it's it's okay. I'm I'm a white thing, and it's gonna be okay. Do you want to come with us? We're gonna keep you safe. Clem just says, "I knew it." <laughs> He looks into your eyes. He he darts his eyes over to Clem, uh, and he he then locks eyes with the horse. And he goes over and he he kind of grabs the, the horse's mane, uh, then starts to kind of walk carefully next to the horse. But he seems like he's wanting you to lead. Okay, so I'm gonna start heading towards the Goliath encampment. Um, Kind of at a calmer pace, so he doesn't get freaked out again. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah, he does not say a word the entire time. You you get toward the kind of base uh, of a uh, of this peak. Um, looking up at it now, uh, as you were a nomadic people, you were rarely in the same space. But this was a peak that seemed pretty important to your tribe. You. Uh, war parties that would consist of maybe 40 or 50 of you uh, would often come here. It was a great place to s just scope out the surrounding areas, to regroup. Um, 
this was a peak that if you got lost or separated in the area, you would always return here um, because this was the the most likely place you might find another Goliath. Um, and you begin up uh, a winding ancient stone stairway that is now overgrown and covered um, by years of erosion and, and the, the forest growing into it. Um, and this lead, will lead up to a, a bald peak covered in snow um, and defended with a, what looks to be a quickly constructed wooden palisade. So like just sticks essentially, <laughs> like logs, but- I would be trying to talk to Stormbringer while we were walking just to, you can keep describing things. I just, before we got there, I would want to have a conversation with her. Great, yeah, yeah. So, so you're starting up now this peak you're, you know, just a few minutes away um, from coming into this. So, yeah, any conversation you'd like to have, please. Yeah, so I'm going to walk a little ahead to where I think she's a little bit ahead to lead us. And I'm just going to, in giant, kind of say, so, uh, I heard you say you're a, you're a white fang, huh? Well, I think you probably misheard because you're kind of small, so you have the small ears, which means you can't hear as well, right? I got small ears, but I got a I got a big brain. I definitely I'm a I'm, brains don't hear, right? I'm, I'm fluent and giant, Missy. I mean, I think maybe this is like all oh, the giant you know. It's a really weird amount to know. This is a weird thing to be able to say, but I don't know. That I can you're say fluent. this and this, and I can say cheesecake, and I can say applesauce, and I can say balloons. <laughs> balloons don't exist in this world, but you know. Oddly enough, the word in giant for cheesecake and applesauce is the same word. What is it? Gruthna. Gruthna? Yep. Gruthna. Yeah, it makes for uh, fun times at the at the dessert tables, you know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me whatever you're not comfortable telling me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push you. I just want you to know that I spent a lot of time up in these mountains and with these tribes and uh uh I'm not going to judge you for whatever you think you might be judged for if you ever wanted to to talk or share. And I'll just back up. Or I'll start walking a little slower. It's not your judgment that I'm concerned about. You're very small. I know. You mentioned that. I'm bigger than your friend, you notice. By an inch. And you're, I mean, you're also not part of the tribe. And it's not... I'm switching to common now because the, the um, other... The other Goliaths seem to be processing common a lot less, right? Yeah. And it's um, it's it's not really my tribe anyway, so it's yeah, it's it's okay. Um, it's just it's just a thing, but it, we just gotta see how they are, right? But it's not like like like. Yeah, I'm not worried about your judgment. I just, and I'm not worried about anybody's judgment. I'm not scared of anybody, okay? Yeah, I get that. Uh, I sure get that feeling from you. You're a, you're a Goliath through and through. That's for sure. Um, while they're having that conversation, Burbage will very delicately offer a ration to this Goliath that's walking next to him. Um, he does not take it. All right, I'll eat it myself. 
Um, I just as and as we are going up, I'm going to be doing the uh, conversion of sorcery points into spell slots. Fair enough. So, which was technically all of two bonus actions, but just as a note for you, if you look at like my supposed to be like, where yeah. did the spell slot usage go? Awesome. Yeah. Good. And I've still got the lantern up. I don't see anything fucky. Uh, no, you do not. Did you say fucky? I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, as you approach um, the peak, now you can make out, um, as, as the sun is beginning to set, to the left on the path, like draped over the palisade itself entirely, you see a massive stone giant slain, just entirely stooped over uh, on the left side of the palisade. Wait, what's the palisade? Uh, it's it's like logs that are straight up right next to each other to make a wall, and then like kind of pointed on top, essentially. So like, are they impaled? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got um, it. I'm glad yeah. that you asked because I also had no idea that's what a palisade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like palisade. <laughs> D like gives a us tower? all kinds of new words. Yeah, uh, its its knees are suspended just a few feet above the ground, um, and from somewhere within the wooden walls, uh, this column of dark smoke continues to rise. And just as you look around, expecting the defensive guard, you realize that no one is watching the path approaching the camp, and that sort of sent a shiver through both Clem and Stormbringer's bodies. Um, you've never approached a camp without someone greeting you and guiding you in, essentially. Yeah, something's definitely wrong. Um, so, you make your way uh, further up the path. Um, you see another horse up ahead on the path, just kind of lazily eating from a bush. Um, sort does it look like a domesticated horse? It, it looks, yeah, it's it's, it it's a, a war horse. It's armored. Oh, it's, it sells armor. And yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's got a saddle, no rider. Again. Are these horses, like, bigger than regular horses? Not they necessarily. They have goliaths, right? Bigger. Well, goliaths are technically like, medium-sized I mean, like, creatures. I mean, like, a regular horse versus, like, a Clydesdale. Right, they're a, a little larger, yeah. Okay, than yeah, nothing, I don't mean, like, yeah, humongous, just abnormal. Like, a little more hardy yeah. Probably have a little more fur because, like, yeah, whatever, because it's cold up there. As you, um, as you then sort of approach the the wooden palisade, um, you're able to, uh, to enter in. Uh, snow down immediately starts kind of going quicker, um, and and moves straight inside the the wooden palisade walls. What would the rest of you like to do? This is the giant over here that's slain on top of this. I'm following Snowdown in. Charity's just going to probably like quickly scamper forward to catch up with you. And just will whisper as opposed to messaging. We'll just whisper. Whatever else, I will follow your lead. But I will protect you. No, I protect you. Little people stay close to me. This is bad. This isn't normal. I know you don't know because you're not Goliaths and you think we just do this all the time and there's just giants lying on palisades and silence and no guides. (laughs) You wouldn't understand, but it's not normal. So stay really close, okay? None of this has ever entered my perception of what normal was for your lifestyle up here. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. As you as you enter the camp, um, Stormbringer, um, you see the fire that is causing the smoke is a giant funeral pyre. It is stacked with the bodies of other Goliath. Um, there are normal individuals around there that are tending to the fire and chanting uh, in, in the ways that you were raised in as well. Like other Goliaths? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, there is maybe only 20 or so Goliaths kind of standing around, milling around, um, tending to some horses, tending to wounded. Um, and as Snowdown reaches uh, into camp a little further, um, there's a there's another uh, Goliath that rushes over, um, and and he hugs Snowdown uh, immediately and and just starts to cry, and he's just hugging him and Snowdown is his arms are kind of limp at the side and um and that one just kind of takes him and brings him further into the camp. The only person in here that you see is that's not a Goliath. Um, is a well-armored individual um, who's a human, or, or human-ish, half-elf maybe, um, who's speaking to two of the elders uh, of, of the camp. Um, and as the elders sort of stop talking and their, their voice catches you here as they see you come in, um, eventually that humanoid figure turns around and well, as well to look at you one of the elders immediately starts to kind of rush over toward you and says, No! No! Not you! Not now! Not now! Hey, what happened? Uh, and at this, um, several other Goliaths are starting to kind of come over uh, as well. Um, one of them completely pushes that elder out of the way. Uh, this is someone named Sky Drowner. And they rush over to you um, it's a it's a, f a female Goliath friend from from your childhood who gives you immediately a big hug. Uh, so you're met with all, all kinds of different emotions Hi. right now. I'll hug her back really tentatively. Yeah. Hey, hey, I I thought I thought you hated me too. Anyway, it's not important now. What happened? Do I see people that I usually interface with at all? Uh, a couple. You you've traded with a few of the elders pretty well. Um, these were these were warriors, so these are people that aren't necessarily into the day to day trade of the camp. Uh, these are the fighters that were mostly out doing stuff when you were around. So you you know a couple of them pretty well, and then haven't seen most of them. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um. Well, well, one elder is still like, no, she can't be here. She can't be here. Uh, one of the other one rushes over uh, and says, Vithi Norakurain, uh, we, we were attacked this morning by giants for no reason. They, they came, they, they killed our scouts. They killed 20 of our fighting forces they took dawn protector and mountain splitter saying something about dreams and, and meaning uh, we don't even know some of us uh, some of us all of a sudden couldn't even fight in their presence it was it was horrible it was it was horrific 
Uh, and at this, the human has is, is come over and says, Hold on, well met, friends. Ah, there is definitely a situation here. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know if these people are here for visitors. Are, are you a member of the tribe? Or... Who the fuck are you? And why are you talking to me? I'm here to talk to the Goliaths. Yeah, I, I happened upon them just as they were tending to the wounded as well. I gave them some rations and, and some aid when I could. But certainly there is a horrible situation. Do I recognize him? You don't know who this guy is at all. Yeah, you've never seen this dude. I'm wanting to insight particularly the I just happened upon the Goliaths. Uh, 15. 15. Let me whisper to you. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you could keep whispering, but I feel like I would then step in to talk to the human dude so that you could continue to talk to the Goliaths. Because, Kay. like, just I also get the feeling like this is your thing, you need to talk with them, and I'm gonna try and just talk to that human person and, uh, and, like, step in and be like, hey, you wanna tell me what happened over here? It's a, and kind of, like, just try and get in the middle of it. Sort of the quick talk hustle of, like, over here, over here, over here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, little one. Uh, these, these people were attacked, and they seem to have, they seem to have lost their leader. Um, Hi, yeah, I'm Clem. I uh, trade with these people. They're the White Fang tribe. I know you don't know that, and I'm just gonna keep pushing. Oh, like, why doesn't he know that? Why is he here? I'm pushing him away from you. You talk to the, <laughs> talk to the Goliath, Stormbringer. Charity's gonna lean in. She's removing him from the situation. It's okay. Hmm. Tell me what you saw. What's your name? Just uh, ask, you know, all of them. Please, Sir, Sir Beneventure. Oh, you're a sir, huh? Yes. I happened upon these people and they were in dire need of assistance. Their leader has been taken. How do you just happen upon a Goliath tribe in these mountains? I... Tell me your I'm story. I'm an adventurer, see? And he starts to now explain a little bit of his path and how he's looking for the stone giant city, but now that the stone giants attacked, he's worried about that. And, um, anyway. Uh, Stormbringer, yeah, the, um... Uh, one of the other elders, the only other one you see around, uh, starts to um, starts to try to calm down the one that was yelling at you, and then uh, comes up to you specifically. Um, her name is Brain Crusher, uh, and you the, you know the elders very well. They were your mother's generation, essentially. Um, they helped raise you, for better or worse. Um, and one of them says. Nola Kulain, yes, I'm so happy that you are here. I'm sorry you could not be welcomed in, in a manner fitting a princess. Um, you all kicked me out? And that's like something we can talk about later, I guess, because right now, um, you said Dawn Protector and Mountain Splitter were taken? Yes, uh, and at this, um, your your friend uh, speaks up, uh, Skydren, and she she said yes they were taken they were they it seems like they just came in here to to take them they weren't even trying to kill us or wipe us out uh, they they grabbed them and, and there was maybe five of them left 
Uh, we killed we killed four of them. The, there's five of them, and they're they're taking them somewhere. They we just saw them go east from here. Oh. Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get them back, and also I'm not a princess. I'm an exile. Um, but um, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'll go go get them now. Okay. I'll be back. Uh, as you say that, yeah, uh, Sir Benaventura <laughs> uh, kind of moves you aside. Wait one second. Uh, wait. Uh, these people need some leadership here. I stick out these my people... foot to trip him as he starts to push past me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Give me a dex attack roll. <laughs> if I see this little tiny, like, foot sticking out trying to trip, like, one leg... Um, yeah. I am going to uh, uh, thaumaturgy, like, localized earthquake under the other one. <laughs> okay. Do I just roll dexterity, or...? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 14. All right. Uh, he, he stumbles a little bit. Oh, hey. Uh, please, I, I am not here to harm anyone. I'm just looking out for these people. They, they need some assistance. You are going off of, over, over a leader, but that's only one individual. Surely... Yeah, you realize these are Goliaths and you're just like a dude, right? I am quite the dude, though. <laughs> I'll go after Dawn Protect... I'll save the, the leader. That's fine. I can take the giants. Maybe you should tend to the wounded here, or whatever you... Okay, back up. Who the fuck are you again? I am Sir Benaventura. That doesn't tell me fucking anything, dude. I don't know who you are, and I think you're kind of smarmy and a bit of an asshole. And I don't really trust you to save the person who's just a leader. Then... Are you going to go after the, the leader? That's fine. I can lead these people then where they need to go, but they cannot stay here. No, no, I think you should come with me. I will set things up here, and they'll be okay, and I'll keep them safe, and you come with me, because I want to talk to you. And I don't want you here with them. Listen, you seem somewhat capable. That's fine. That's adorable. I'm gonna hit you with my knife. <laughs> That's nice. I'm looking out for these people. You just wandered in here. That's fine. You just wandered in here, suspiciously. One of one of the guys does kind of step up and say, "He he honestly did help a lot with with the wounded. We would have lost five or six more without him. I I don't know his intentions." So why doesn't he stay and help the wounded then, while we uh, go off and uh, try to find Dawn Protector? That's fine with me, as long as we split our resources but are you sure you're up to the task those are five giants i'm gonna hit you uh give me an intimidation roll and if you want to make it with strength let me know how might that look okay so like as i say i'm gonna hit you i swing my glaive like one-handed into the palisade next to me nice okay 15 uh, a fifteen. You cut one of the one of the fairly thick logs just in half with the glaive as it topples to the ground. When you say that, perhaps you are 
formidable in your own rights. If you'd like me to stay here with them, that's fine. We will be leaving, though, in the morning. These people cannot stay here. They'll tend to their dead, and then I'll lead them back to the rest of their camps. Why are you going to lead them? They know how to get places in the mountains. Who I, are you? Excuse me, I will protect them as they themselves return. As they lead themselves. Okay, dude. Mm -hmm. This guy's a huge tool. <laughs> yeah. Charity is just sort of like looking at... I'm assuming he's wearing like very shiny armor. Very shiny armor with red and white uh, uh, cloak that drapes over the back. Yeah. He's... Gaholnian looking? He's what? Gaholnian looking? You just said red and white. Yeah, Gaholnian looking, sure. Yes. Cool. That explains the complete douchebag feel I'm getting from him. But Charity's just sort of looking at him and be like, is that just a standard alloy on the armor? You could not understand this armor. Oh my god, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just give it a little extra heat before it turns into a puddle. Very well. This is not a time to fight among us. This is a time to unite as one. S Sir Bramble, or whatever your name is, can you shut up? Benaventura. Bramble of Burba? Sir Bonnaroo, sure. <clears throat> he's he's um, visibly getting upset at you messing up his name. Brambly, Brambly Blue Bar. Brambly Blue Bar. Not at all. It's not even close. Bubbly Petunia. Bubbly Petunia. Bobbly Petunia, yeah. Um, Bobbly Petunia, can you can you shut up? Thank you. Um. Okay, okay. I can't go get Dawn Protector right now because everybody is injured. That makes sense, I think. So one of us, one of us does need to leave to go save them. Bobbly yeah. Petunia, be quiet. <laughs> um, hey, just for the record, Sir Bubbly Petunia, Benaventura. there's really only room for one quite the dude around here, and that's me. <laughs> so take your glowing ball of light and shove it. What glowing ball of light? His ego, right? Right? We agreed <laughs> on that, right? My ego, that's an odd way to put it. Fine, you decide. Is it will will I go after her or you? You're not capable of doing anything, probably. I'm gonna go talk to the elders and Sky Drowner, and you just sit here really quietly and guard that gap in the palisade, okay? Can you do that? Can you stare out? <coughs> I have I have patience to attend to, and he'll walk away. What is he, like a doctor knight? Right? <laughs> You would guess maybe paladinish. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna talk to the elders. Okay. So, so they took down Protector and Mountain Splitter to the east. I'm afraid they're taking them to Thankheim, which both Clem and Stormbringer know is the stone giant city under the mountains. What made him change? They've seemed fine for a while. We have no idea. They they came in shouting about dreams and and visions that they saw and took these two individuals. I, I, 
There's no, there's no even connection between the two of them. Is there a connection with zombies? Um, interesting. They, they don't answer that yet. Fair. <laughs> and then Clem is gonna um, go and, and just kind of follow trail behind uh, Bubbly Petunia to uh, just kind of follow him. Charity's gonna message Cantrip while the conversation is going on into Hikari's mind. Do you have speak with dead? Um, I don't think you have it. I don't have prepared. prepared. So I was just looking through several times and I didn't see. You don't have it prepared. No, I'm sorry. Mm, no worries. Okay. Mm. Uh, so Stormbringer and Clem, you would know that that uh, Thankheim is pretty is like an, a day away. So even if they took them. A few, like hours ago technically they're still on the road right now do giants usually sleep at night uh often yeah if they can if if I go to get Dawn Protector and Madden Splitter can you all get safely somewhere else do you have enough warriors here we we can manage yes we lost a lot of our our forces but as as horrible as that individual is, yeah. he does seem capable. He would be an asset, yes. Well, well, I mean, maybe. Or he's, like, really sketchy, and, like, maybe I should take him with me and then, you know, kill him in the night of the night. Um, Perhaps. I can drop him off a mountain. Also true. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get Dawn Protector and Man Splitter, and then we'll meet up with the tribe. Um, and then we can talk about. I don't know what the hell you guys are like, acting like you don't hate me right now, but we can deal with that later, I guess. Uh, you do have that prepared, Darcy. Um, okay, where is it? Because you, because you've been secretly communicating with someone else. <laughs> no, I haven't. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, you've a couple things. You have it prepared today. Okay, well, it's not on here. Something Darcy was curious about. It's not on my sheet. It's not, no, it's, yeah. Um, okay, I mean, we could do that. I'm sorry, are you suggesting that? No, you did, so I didn't know I even had it, because it's not on here. It's, yeah, it's on your... I'm telling you, on this, it's not. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I just wanted to establish that we're not looking at the same thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can do that, yeah. I'm suggesting that. Uh, so Hurry does suggest uh, they have the ability to scry on something. Yeah, so I could like look in on. Is it Dawn Protector? Uh, or Mount? You you've or, met Mountain Splitter. We're Mountain Splitter. Do I have to have met them? Yeah. Okay, so I could look in on Mountain Splinter, Splitter. That sounds useful. We can see if where they're at and if they're resting. How far we have. Okay. So, what do I do? Do you want to start to cast that? Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, is that casting it? Mm-hmm. Is that casting it? <laughs> you would have to cast it at level six. I don't think I have any levels. You do have one level six spell. I do have one level? Yeah. Okay. It is your word of recall slot. Yeah, well... But it's getting toward the end of the day anyway. Yeah. 
Let's just do okay. it. Do it. Okay. Do it. Um, alright, so, um, Hikari, you immediately kind of go over to a corner and start to, you lay your sword, your shield down. And um, I start to woo. You begin to woo. meditate and go woo. Powerful magic is brewing. Um, the rest of you see Hikari's hair being sort of, uh, braided again. Um, and this by time in kind of a, a side bun, um, by an unseen invisible force, yeah. Um, and it's going to take about 10 minutes. Um, but uh, if you wait here 10 minutes, Hakari can finish that. In. I'm going to pull Sky Drowner. That's a weird name. Sky yeah, Drowner to the side. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, so do you think the Dawn Protector will let me get her and Madden Splitter safely back to the tribe before she tries to kill me? Or should I just figure that, that she'll just meet up with you and it's okay? Stormbringer, no, it's... She won't try to kill you. There, So much has gone on in this tribe since you left, but very few want to kill you. Some believe elder writings that call for you to be... to be a chief again. Some, yes, believe you are no longer a Goliath for denouncing some of our ways, but Dawn Protector, while she is complicated, she, she would not want you dead. Not immediately, of course. That's nice. Okay, so she'll at least make, she'll, she'll hold off until I can get you, get her and Mountain Splitter safely back with the tribe. Okay, that's good to know. And then, I mean, yeah, whatever happens, happens, then I guess it's okay. I just want to make sure that they're back safe. Alright. Um, so about, uh, anything else in this ten minutes, as Hikari's casting this spell? Uh, probably not. I'd be keeping an eye on just the situation generally. Alright. Yeah, Clem, you following... noticed... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed Benaventura's, uh, actually taking care of some individuals. One uh, who has a, a pretty severe broken leg. Uh, he's tending to them, mending them, giving them a bit of food. Um, he's praying um, to a, a specific god, but you don't hear which one. And then Hakari, mm -hmm. you finish the little ritual in front of you and immediately uh, some of the snow begins to lit up into the air and drift around you. Um, incredibly minute little grains of snow begin to fall and, and sprinkle and, and shine the light in different ways. And through this, you hear a voice that says, Come, my child, let us look. And then your vision very quickly uh, centers on an individual. It's Mountain Splitter. Mm-hmm. They're upside down, it seems. Okay. Or at least they're leaning kind of backward. They look to be sleeping. You see them maybe lying on some wood? Um, and let's get a perception check to see Yeah. what else you... Well, like, are they hanging up? I'm confused. How it doesn't seem like that. It's hard. Your, your focus is so intently on okay. her right now. 
that you can't see much else. So I can't look at the surroundings. With a 19 perception, though. Yeah. You're able to see that they're laying in a cart. The cart is just angled so that they're sort of backward a little bit, kind of leaning down. There's another Goliath laying next to them. They're both not tied up. Uh Uh-huh. Just sleeping, it looks like. Uh-huh. And then your senses expand just a little bit more into a, a campfire that is being built. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see three giants now uh, towering mm-hmm. over them. They pull the cart closer to the campfire and then drop it and sit down next to it. Um, you kind of get the sense that they might be camping for the moment. Yeah. Wait, you said they dropped the cart into the fire? Not into the fire, just next to the fire. Oh, okay. Nope, not into it. Okay, is there anything else? That's all you see. Do I see, like, outside things? They're on a mountain cliff. That's kind of all you can see, yeah. Okay. They're in the mountain still, is what you would sense, yeah. So when I come back, I just relay all of that. All right, your vision pops into... Uh, your Hakari body again, the snow drifts to the ground. Mm-hmm. You pick up your sword and shield and relay to probably Charity and Stormbringer first, Burbage, yeah. before the others. But Yeah. All right. What would you like to do? You're talking to me? Whomever. Okay. Uh, Clem's going to head back towards everybody else since he's just being bo- boring. Clem, you do know the paths to get from here to Thankheim. Um, if they're if they're going straight there, you know basically where they are. Yeah. So, uh... I... I know that our uh, original plan was for me to lead you here, and I, uh... think I uh, did a pretty good job. Uh, I also, uh... I also know how to get to... Thankheim? That's how it's pronounced, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh... And uh, if you if you want to um, keep my services, I'm uh, I could do uh, another bang up job of leading you through these mountains. If we rest long enough for you all to feel better, can you get us there quick enough to cut them off before they get to think I'm? I mean, I don't move that fast. I'm I'm kind of, as you like to tell me. I'm small, and I'm also old. (laughs) It's okay, I can carry you, or we can borrow a horse. I mean, sure. We can push it if you need to. If we're on horses, do you think we can cut them off? Andy? Yeah, you think so? If they're, if they're, if you heard what Hakari said about them camping, you can probably catch up to them. If we sleep? Even if we rest, though? If you do, like, a short rest? Clementine's like, it'll start getting close, but yeah, I think so. If we do a short rest, we're going to get exhaustion, though, aren't we? Uh, not... Not usually the first day is the way we've done it. Like, you yeah. can push two days the third day. If you travel all night, you might then the next day come across some exhaustion. But that wouldn't be until after probably you found them, is what you're thinking. I mean, Metagaming. I... D- yeah, I will say metagaming as Rachel. I don't have a whole lot of spell slots because I'm a low level, so like, I I won't have a whole lot to 
help or contribute if we don't actually sleep. Yeah. And I know Hakari used a ton of... Uh, Hakari used a bunch of hers, too. Yeah, so I'm all for whatever, honestly. I'll It'd do be what nice you guys... to have a rest. <laughs> but it's just whatever everyone wants to do. I think that we'll, we can cut them off, but I feel like we're going to be a lot more useless if we don't actually sleep. And, I mean, mm -hmm. this is, like, a large group of giants. I feel like we want to be in tip-top shape before we encounter them. So, so you kind of you're, you're weighing this in your head, Stormbringer. Um, a long rest would absolutely get everyone tip-top ready to go. And they'll probably make it to the city by that point. Um, or, uh, if you kind of go quickly and try to cut them off, yeah, that'll be hard on you, but... They'll, there's only technically Hikari only saw three of them so or we could plan a heist or you could plan a heist nobody likes heists <laughs> it's fine no I think that's actually a better <laughs> idea than trying to fight three giants when our spellcasters are out of spell slots for what it's worth if we have a at least quick rest to let me patch up the rest of my wounds um I'm pretty much good but I know that Hikari spent a lot and Clementine Dancer did as well. We still get some spell slots after a short rest, right? I don't think clerics do, yeah. Oh, it's a special do. thing for yeah. like wizards have a thing they can do and sorcerers. Yeah. No, sorcerers don't. Sorcerers oh. get sorcerers get nothing back on a short rest. They are the most like You can do your sorcery point though thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just burned almost right, all right, my right. sorcery points to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my recommendation as somebody who travels these mountains a lot and has to deal with these kind of things is I think that we would have better luck if we rested and actually slept and then did some uh, sneaky sneaks to go in and try and uh, save your friends than if we uh, went up uh, um, in our current condition to try and kill three giants. Andy, what do I know about Thinkheim? That's not what it's called. Thankheim? Damn it. Thinkheim. Um, Thinkheim. And how well it's protected and defended. Yeah, give me a history check uh, with advantage as this is your people, your area. 14? Only a 14. Yeah, okay. 14, you know it's, you've never actually been there. You know it's a city built underground deep beneath the mountains. Um, you don't really know of any secret ways in or out. You know there's kind of a main entrance, a giant stairway from one of the peaks that just spirals down into the mountain. Um, and that gets you to kind of the front gates of the place. And it's a place, it's one of the biggest gatherings of stone giants that you that you know of in existence. Um, it would probably be, it, it's, it's not like they're isolated and walled off from the rest of the world. So you can come in, you just probably need a reason to be there. Um, otherwise, the normal citizen of that city will know that you're... A threat. The stone giants and I don't get along that well, right? Like, they don't... I haven't interfaced as much there. Right. You tried to kind of put some trade in with them, but they're not interested in your stuff. You're not interested in theirs. <laughs> so they, you don't get along great. Um, I think... I think that if they take them into the city, I think maybe we're not going to get them back out. 
And I mean, like, I don't know, maybe that's a good thing since Dawn Protector's gonna kill me, or try to. Um, but we don't- that's a problem for later, Stormbringer Mountain Baller. Am I still I, doing I that? I know- I know who you are. It's- it's fine. Okay. Um, I think maybe- I think maybe we rest, and then we go, and we try to find a way to get them from the giants without fighting the giants. As much as I'd really like to fight giants, but probably not three giants on my own. It's fun fighting giants, but they're very well. Stormbreaker, you see Skydrowner uh, kind of bounce away very quickly, um, and then and then dives into a tent, um, and a few people kind of like rush over, like, "Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing in that tent?" Uh, and she and she comes out, and she's got something in her hands, and she's rushing over to you uh, to give it to you. Hey, Skydrowner, what's up? Um, I mean, if if you are successful. You'll bring Dawn Protector back, and if you're not, I think she would have wanted you to have this. What is it? Um, so she opens up her hands. She puts them in, in, puts it in your hands. It is a small uh, silver figurine of a of what looks to be a bull with horns. You know what this is. And the meaning behind it. Um, what is it? I'll go ahead and uh, I'll put it in your uh, in your thing. Charity will poke its right horn. <laughs> Lucky bastard. It's a little sharp for this little figurine. Yeah. Yeah. So you would probably just put it in your your pack for now, Stormbring. Um, but what is it? <laughs> uh, I will find. Andy, I'm probably gonna tell them anyway, so you can just probably, tell me how loud. Yeah, probably. It's yeah, it's probably not secret. All right, um, this is a this is not a figurine. First of all, it's a it's a pet of Dawn Protectors, uh, Dawn Protectors family. Um, it must have been given to her lately, uh, probably when she became chief. Um, this is a. This is a figurine that, if you say the right word, will grow into a Gorgon. A giant mechanic, not mechanical, but metallic bull. Sky Drowner, you just said she was gonna kill me, so I'm not sure she'd want me to have this, but I'll take it to her. She hates me anyway, but I'll take it to her, and it will be, I'll make sure she gets, I'll make sure she gets him back. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so we rest for an hour, and then we- Can we borrow horses? Hey, um, Brain Crusher? Yes. I need horses. Can we borrow horses? I'll bring them back, because I'm gonna- Well, I don't know, assuming I, like, survive this, I'm gonna be at least sending Dawn Protector and Mountain Splitter to join up with the tribe, and then maybe, like, going, you know, away, because I'm exiled. Um, but if you if you could just give me horses, I'll make sure the Dom Protector and Mountain Splitter bring them back. Brain Crusher grabs your hand and slams it to their chest so that you can kind of feel their heartbeat. And they say, you can have them if you promise to return. Do you promise? Um, 
this feels like coercion because it's, like my okay. it's coercion. <laughs> um I just don't know that that's a good idea since like Dawn Protector's gonna wanna kill me. Um but I uh I guess There are yeah. many here that would protect you. I'm not scared. Your friends I see it in their eyes. They would protect you. I'm not scared. I'm a Goliath. I just don't want to have to fight Dawn Protector. I've known you a very long time, Vithi Nola Kulain. I know when you're lying about being scared. I don't lie, like, ever. <laughs> Promise me. And she's just not letting your hand go. It's firmly on her chest. Okay, well, okay, yeah, I promise you that I will come back. Someday. Stormbringer whispers someday. <laughs> really quietly. <laughs> Rain Crusher actually kind of smiles a little bit and releases your hand. Make sure they have horses. The rest of you have things to do. She walks away. Um, and yeah, a, a few of the horses are led over to you um, as well. Uh, they can spare four, including the one um, with Snowdown. Um, it seemed to have a really good connection with Burbage, so. Um, can I... I wonder if during a lot of this... I mean, it's totally fine, I guess, for Burbage just to be watching. But uh, Burbage would also be really curious. To, like, I don't know how to articulate this except just table level. Yeah. Is the process of Tirana in the, one of these tents? You want to do a quick snooping while all this is going on? That's like everybody seems distracted. I feel like Burbage would take an opportunity just to kind of like get a sense of like what is around her. Does does one of the tents look more likely to have books or something like that? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, the one that that uh, Sky Drowner ran into and brought something out of kind of looks the nicest. Uh, it has the, the fur sort of laying on the top and outside of it to keep it warm. Um, it's the largest, uh, and that's the one. And she did specify she was bringing something of Dawn Protectors, the leader of the tribe. Right, you can piece it together pretty easily. It's probably uh, this tent in the back. Did Israk tell us... He didn't say anything other than that the process of Eterana was with this tribe. Yes, the, this tribe was sort of tasked with keeping it a secret. So, I mean, I, yeah, like Burbage would have, been, would have been like scouting out the tents. He would have seen that tent. He might he would have seen uh, Sky Drowner. Was it Sky Drowner? Yeah. Go in and grab something and come out. So And, and he'll <laughs> exercise some restraint, not try to sneak into this tent, but okay. he will go to uh, Stormbringer. Um, and charity, I guess, as all this action is kind of winding down, and we get horses yeah. offered to us, and we're about to rest, and he'll kind of message Cantrip, Stormbringer, and then Charity, like, should we try to get our hands on the process avatar on if it's here? Do you think it might be in Dawn Protector's tent? Uh, I don't know, like, maybe? Uh, she doesn't, like read books that much no goliaths really do but we could we could ask um brain crusher i well it sounded like israk gave this tribe 
the book to, pr to protect it, not to read it. And I wonder if, do we want to ask them about it, risking the possibility that they don't, they won't know to trust us, to give it to us, or do you want me to get a bit snoopy and look for it myself? I mean, like, I don't know why they even gave me Dawn Protector's Gorgon. I'm not sure what's going on here because I thought they all hated me. So I'm confused. Uh, so I don't know if they would trust us to tell us, but they kind of seem to want to tell me things that these Brain Crusher and Sky Drowner do. Um, so I don't know, like, maybe, maybe I could ask, like, well, you're snooping and then we have both of our bases covered i'm just going to say that if you're highly perceptive trained in the arts of surveillance peoples notice him with the snooping the bridge might be well and truly burned i guess that's a good point i mean <laughs> i think maybe they're just like lying and they're gonna all kill me anyways but hopefully we can find the book first i'm just saying if we're going to burn that bridge maybe we do it with actual fire okay I'll ask Brain Crusher about the fire and about Precious Process Avatarnum. Um, all right, yeah, you move up to to Brain Crusher, who's uh, who's kind of just solemnly standing by the fire um, as some of the chants uh, are starting up again. Um, they must have found a couple more bodies, and yeah, uh, you approach them and um, they say. Stormbringer, this is a bad day. Yeah. It's okay if I call you Stormbringer? What else would you call me? I mean, I know you had gotten your name before you left, but I didn't know if you wanted to keep it. It's my name. Yes, it is. I bring storms. That you do. You know your father could a little bit? <laughs> he was a good man. Yeah. Do you need something? The horses okay? Are they healthy? No, the horses seem good. So there's this thing, just real quick, it's just super quick. Um, and then, you know, I'll go back to the, the Saving Dawn Protector and Mountain Splitter, obviously. Um, but, like, there's this this um, book called the Process Avatron. <laughs> um, A book, yeah. Yeah, have you have you seen it or heard of it? I don't. I don't read for fun. No, it's. Is it a good one? Are there lots of sexy times in it? I don't, I don't know, I don't know, Brain Crusher. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> I, I haven't read it. Sounds like a foreign book. We don't mess around too much. Uh, and at this, the other elder has come over, um, uh, just looks daggers at you, Stormbringer, uh, and kind of forcefully grabs the other elder, um, turning them away from you, and then kind of whispers something in their ear, and then lets go goes back to the fire. Burbage is watching this interaction pretty intently. Cool. 
So if it doesn't seem like Stormbringer got anywhere with them, then I think he's going to try to fucking yep. look in that tent. Greencrusher says to Stormbringer, yeah, sorry, is there anything else? No, we're just going to we're gonna rest for a second, then we'll get going. Yeah, um, it was nice seeing you again. I'll definitely be back someday. <laughs> Please do what you can to bring her back. She's... If I'm being honest, she's not the best chief, but she is kind to those below her. I mean, of course I'm going to make sure she gets back safe. I trust you more than that one over there. She points to Beneventura, who's <laughs> who's kind of looking like he wants to do something um, and, and can't find anything to do at the moment. Yeah, you should watch him closely because he's really sketch. Yes. I can... Drop him off the mountain. <laughs> Keep offering. Well, good luck. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go back to the group. All right. I don't think they even like own any books. Um. So, you know, there's like other white things, kind of. So maybe I don't know. Have I ever heard of this book that they're mentioning, or are they just doing this all in message cantrip, and I don't know that they're talking about it? Ooh, give me. Yeah, give me a. Uh, you might have overheard um, that uh, as soon as she said the process of Toronto, people started talking about how this book sounded really weird and it spread kind of quickly throughout the camp. Like, what a stupid sounding book. Um, yeah, give me a history check. Is it a magical item? Yes. So I get... Um, it is, yes. I get to add twice my proficiency bonus. Advantage? No, I have Artificer's Lore. Oh, damn. Right. Yeah, Artificer's Basically. Lore lets you add two times your proficiency bonus for history yeah. checks. So Cool. All right. Because for some reason, they stopped calling expertise expertise at some point in the rules. Plus six is 18. 18. Um, you've never heard of something like this. Damn it. That sounds like a foreign book. It's weird. Uh, but I like books so much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to ask the group if you want, but what's this uh what's this uh book you're talking about? I uh I uh I like a lot of books myself. Yeah, I saw your books. Most of them were garbage. You borrowed one. Yeah, yeah, the only good one was that Elvish Erotica. And then there was another good one that you wouldn't lend to me because you're very possessive of your books apparently. It's dangerous. You could read it in my presence. <laughs> Well, I'll take you up on that at some point, but right now... We can now, maybe get to know each other. Yeah, we'll get to know each other, but right now, Clem, can you do me a favor and go and sort of start a fight with Sir Bubbly Petunia? Why? Because I need somebody to make a distraction. What are you going to give me for it? I'll give you three more cow drops. <laughs> I'd like to point out, we traveled alongside a legitimate mercenary slash <laughs> bounty hunter before, and yet Clem is the most mercenary character we've come across. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that brings my total up to six cow traps. Yeah. You're going to do some real damage with those. 
I've been gone this adventure for so long, and they're literally the only thing I've used scout drops for is like as gifts when I forgot <laughs> to get something for somebody and to trade stuff with you. Did you notice that both you and Stormbringer <laughs> keep like telling me how useless your gifts are? Next time you pay me, it's going to be something bigger. No, but the caltrops are useful only as gifts, in my experience. Do you think I've read... Okay, anyway. <laughs> and I'm gonna... Then I guess <laughs> Clem will walk over to Bubbly Petunia and... Sir Benaventura? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's gonna... I'm gonna, like, fake trip... Uh, and just like hat, like take out, okay. you know, from one of my bags somewhere, because like I'm covered in bags, uh, just some form of like gross liquid, not like a, not a dangerous gross liquid, just a gross liquid. Okay. And I'm gonna trip and just kind of smash the bottle on his armor as I do it and fall. Okay. And just kind of be like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, and I'm just gonna like, like, uh. Because uh, I'm going to try to not just fight with him first. I'm going to see if I can just be really loud and obnoxious. What is the liquid you pour on him? I'm assuming it's some form of animal viscera that I've collected and haven't yet okay. had a chance to, like... Bile or you know, something. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to do anything yet with it. Just, like, rock blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And I'm you... just going to say, like, oh, I'm so sorry, and just kind of keep wiping it in with my hand as I say it. Rubbing blood into his face. It, no, into his armor, like in his very shiny armor. <laughs> Alright, so immediately he's, stop it, stop it, what are you doing? Why, why would you, oh, my armor. Oh, I, I thought it needed a polishing. I mean, I've heard that, you. I did I mention that I'm an alchemist? And yeah. I've heard that if you put fresh rock's blood on whatever kind of metal this oh? is, and I just, like, knock on... Does he have a helmet? Uh, he does, yeah. I knock on his helmet really hard? Oh, I can't reach it. There's <laughs> absolutely no way. You just can't uh, see I, like, so jump funny. up to try and, like, knock it, and I maybe accidentally knock him in the face? Yeah, he'll catch you in midair um, <laughs> by the scruff of, like, your shirt <laughs> as you're just kind of hanging there. And he goes, Oh, rock's blood, huh? Uh, I will teleport 15... I will teleport back just slightly okay. out of his grasp. Beautiful. You flit back down with just a little blue wisp of light. Mm -hmm. uh, and he kind of looks over at you. I don't like being touched so much, so if you could avoid that in the future, I'd appreciate it. Neither do I. And then he kind of taps his uh, breastplate a little bit, and you see all of the gunk and nastiness on the breastplate sort of just kind of sink in and get absorbed into it. Does that do that with a lot of stuff? And I just pull out like a random vial of like, I don't know, wolf bile or something and just smash it on his chest. <laughs> uh, that one's bile. Uh, give me an attack roll um, then. What do I attack with? with how? Uh, I mean, just a dex attack, I guess. Control dex. It's a projectile attack, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're not really proficient with it. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, you just see them very quickly sort of pivot out of the way. Please, not not everything. She doesn't... She, she hasn't had Rock's blood before, probably. But uh, let's keep her clean, yes. Did you just call your armor she? 
Do you need something, little one? Yeah, I want to try throwing this bile on your armor. I'm curious about it now. <laughs> also, I told you my name is Clem. Then try it, little one. And at this, you're starting okay, to make if, enough of a commotion. People are kind of looking around. If he moved near where I had been, I would also then teleport again to where uh, I could be and try and smash it on him quickly that way. Can you teleport twice in the same round? No, if it would be, but rounds are six seconds. Yeah. I mean, this is a conversation. Uh, yeah, so you're, if you were like walking <laughs> continuously kind of around him, you can kind of teleport back and forth. You're just like circling and then teleporting back. Yeah, I want to like circle, yeah, teleport back every six yeah, seconds to somewhere different kinda... and see if I could just be like, what about now? You know, <laughs> and just try and be as loud and obnoxious as possible. All right. All right. As you're doing that, yeah, Burbage, what are you doing? So Burbage would be kind of m moving toward Dawn Protector's tent, but at the same time watching keeping a close eye on the elder who whispered something into, yeah. uh, was it Brain Crusher's ear? Yes. Elder Pain Whisperer. Elder Pain Whisperer. Yeah. So moving toward the one tent that, that I've seen somebody go in and retrieve something from, and it seems like the nicest tent, but I'm also watching Elder Pain Whisperer to see where they are. If they are heading towards a tent, a different tent, or something, because there was something okay. about that interaction that I was watching. That yeah, yeah. Uh, right now they're currently around the fire, but no one really seems to be around this back tent that was Dawn Protectors. Okay, then yeah, I'll I'll, I'll try to slip inside there when nobody is is looking in my direction. All right, give me a stealth check. Um. I'm going to use my supreme sneak feature. Okay. Do you get advantage because I'm so distracting? Uh, lowers the DC. Well, no, I have advantage on a dex stealth check if I move no more than half my speed on the same turn. That's true, yep. And I think I can, like, manage my movement in such a way that, like, yeah. technically I'll end up... Yep. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you're going slow, um... You're kind of covering up the tracks leading to the tent. You're supremely sneaky. 29. 29. Very nice. Uh, you hop in the tent. Uh, pop in. Um, there's uh, already a little lantern lit in here. Um, it must have been something that Skydrunner put on real quick as she was looking for stuff. Um, you see just a small cot, and then there's kind of like a, like a, a small portable chest uh, kind of next to the cot. Um, there are several weapons uh, sort of hanging on a, on a weapon rack. Um, two of the slots are missing. I don't suppose Burbage has any experience burgling a Goliath's tent. Uh, give me a history check. <laughs> 13. 13? Nope. Nope. Yeah. This is not something you or the people you ran with really know how to do. Yeah. So, like, I mean, on the, the like top level, right, is Burbage is looking for anywhere where a book might be kept. Yeah. Um, and secondarily, but with just as much kind of urgency, he is trying to discreetly rummage through as much as he can looking for a book. Okay. 
yeah, there's the chest right there. You kind of like look under the bed, uh, the cot a little bit. Um, there's really not much in here that you can see. Um, but the chest is, the chest seems like maybe the best bet. There's no bookshelves, presumably. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do a a uh, a check on the chest. Just, I'm Burbage is having a flashback to the chest on Meepus's ship on Lomina. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He doesn't want to be poisoned by another chest asp. Yeah. Um, so what do I do to, to check for uh, traps? Investigation, please. Oof. Four. Four. You don't know how to open this chest. This is... It, it doesn't exactly have a lock on it, and it's not like a lid that you sort of tip up. It's almost a little bit of a puzzle box. Um, and Those you have always... no idea what to do with it. Those always end up turning out well. <laughs> How heavy is this chest? Uh, yeah, you pick it up. It's 15, 20 pounds. It's got a little bit of heft to it. Ugh. Um... You just hear outside shouting, "Stop throwing things at me!" <laughs> so, so I did. So I like investigated it as a, like thinking of it as a standard kind of chest. Yeah. And I've discovered that, like, okay, this is not like any chest I've I've opened before. Yeah. Can I kind of kind of get a sense of now that I'm thinking about it as a puzzle? Can I look at it that way, whether that's investigation or perception? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So now that you're trying to find out, now your your mind is entirely locked on how to solve the puzzle. It's going to take you a second, but give me another investigation check. My investigation is shit. Ooh, that's a twenty-one. It is a twenty-one. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, you think you you think you found it? It's this, you have to pull this side, and it swings around, and then that side will allow it to kind of come up this is actually beautifully done it's 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 all made of wood and and sort of wooden screws and so something inside must be really pretty heavy um and you think you got it you think you you get it and you push a little thing last into place and you hear a click and i now i'm back to being curious about traps <laughs> so i'll but i'll if I can combine open slash check for traps, I would do that. You could do uh, another investigation now that the now that the thing has changed. You can sort of look in pieces and parts of it you haven't been able to see before. Seventeen. It's very trapped. <laughs> <laughs> you you did a puzzle in a way that actually triggered a trap to go off if what? it were about to be opened. Okay, but I, but I, you, but you can't I, tell. How, yeah, this thing is beyond you right now. You don't know how to disarm this trap. You just see it for for what it is. Basically, you armed a trap by doing this puzzle. <laughs> okay, but I haven't triggered the trap. You haven't. Triggered I was able it. to. Yeah. Right. All right. I will. Uh very slowly 
Yeah. And gingerly. <laughs> yeah. Remove my hands from the trap. Okay. Breathe. And, uh. Message Kentrip Charity. <laughs> I think I need your help, brother. <laughs> so I'd like to say that as this is happening, uh, Charity has, as the crowd is sort of, I imagine, forming around this little, like, time and space blinking gnome trying to fling various animal substances at this guy, uh, going to be calling to the crowd of Goliaths like, uh, she takes requests uh, for the price of, I don't know, five caltrops determine what horrific animal fluid she tries to throw at him next. Roll up, roll up. I've got a lot. <laughs> five caltrops good for you, Clem? <laughs> Clem, you've been able to hit him a few times. Uh, Charity, feel free to kind of make your way through. People are certainly surrounding this area now, <laughs> looking at the door. So, and then I hear, I think I need your help. Oh, fuck me sideways. I'm messaging, and I'm saying, Charity, I don't know if you were able to tell, but I asked Clem to make a distraction <laughs> so I could sneak into Dawn Protector's tent. It's where I am now. I think I armed a trap. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> no, I said five caltrops for the raccoon spleen. <laughs> I've got that somewhere here. Let me just... Uh... So, but it seems like an important box charity. Message cantrip, message cantrip. <laughs> I, I love how this whole campaign um, I slash Burbage think that I have to say message cantrip <laughs> to make it work. It's It seems like an important box. The Avatar book might be inside it. I might... So... <clears throat> this is This is responding through message cantrip. Yeah. So I'm willing to bet that this trap was one, probably very well hidden. Charity, you have to say message cantrip first. Over. <laughs> you didn't say that. I clearly don't think you heard me. Right, it's just protocol, but okay. Keep going, yeah. <laughs> Add it to the agenda for the next meeting. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> it's probably very well hidden. One and two, probably very mysterious. I'm willing to bet that you have uh, no idea what it is except for it's a trap. Wait, well, the, you're asking if the trap was hidden? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the trap was real well hidden. <laughs> I just happened to really be getting. I got so investigative. Over. So, might I recommend the uh, very important strategy of backing away slowly and quietly? And getting the fuck out, because maybe if we just help these people, they will tell us what's in the box. What's in the box? You ever see that play in Federo? What, what's in the box? You know? You ever see that one? <laughs> I worked in the slums, Burbage. I didn't have a lot of time to go to plays. You didn't go to plays? Oh man, this one was real dark. Also, people would occasionally pelt me with rocks. So, you know, not the big bird kind. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. 
Um, Sir Beneventura has now pulled out his greatsword and just kind of pointed at you, Clem. He's now covered in oils and goos of all kinds. And he's like, I'm not messing around, little one. I thought thought that she could uh, suck up a lot of fluids. She... Crazy. (laughs) No more of this, yes. This is not fun. These people are not entertained. And you look around and they're fucking entertained. I mean... (laughs) This actually probably brought a smile to their face the first time today. If you really cared about these people, you'd let me keep making them laugh. Uh And I, like, shake a little vial at them. (laughs) Charity is going to message, Okay, but seriously, Burbage, I might get the fuck up out of there. Can you put it back to the way it was, quickly, and then get the fuck up out of there? I'd like to ask, I'd like to point out, so... Is Clem even getting a short rest right now? <laughs> Not super, but it's yeah. also only taking about five minutes. I yeah, think. So okay, so Andy, you say you say that I that I armed a trap by doing the puzzle. Seems like you did the puzzle in a way that armed it. Yes, but but do I get the sense that solving the puzzle also allowed me to open it? Uh, not necessarily. If you try to open it, you think you will trigger the trap. You're not even sure if it will open all the way, though. Uh, I mean, kind of going off of... I mean, Charity said that I should try to put it back the way I I found it. I wonder if, like, like, does Burbage think that he can unsolve the puzzle, but while, like, kind of keeping the box open just a, sl- a sliver or something um no you think you could try to retrace your steps but even that feels real hard <laughs> if you're being honest with yourself you kind of felt like you got lucky a few times with the puzzle and i just like to point out that burbage is never honest with himself so <laughs> well then you're fine you got this burbage <laughs> <laughs> First priority is getting the fuck out of there, sir. <laughs> Bubble Magoo, I don't even fucking remember what we're derisively calling him at this point, is getting real angry, and I'm getting worried about dropping him off the mountain time is rapidly approaching. I say worried, I deeply look forward to dropping this asshole off a mountain, but... Also, Clem, give me a persuasion check real quick. Fourteen. As you say that to him, he, he kind of looks around and sees everyone kind of laughing at him. Uh... And you see him kind of slam his sword into the ground a little bit. And and then he kind of shakes a little bit. and he, he looks like he's stretching just a little bit. And he says, okay, bring it on. And now he's really trying to dodge uh, your thing. So give me, a, give me an attack roll with disadvantage at this point. Oh, great. I'm so good at attacking. Still right, 14. Cool. 14. Okay. Yes, to the 14. Uh, he he actually kind of catches one of them in midair and is like, ha ha! And he throws it down at you as hard as he can. Uh, there's a, a 12 misses, though, so... Uh, it just kind of slams and shatters into the ground. And he seems, like, really happy about this. But it seems like the play is on again a little bit for the moment. Andy. Yeah. I would like to submit that, yeah, like, I did... I got really lucky with those investigation checks. Is there okay. any... Any, like, way that I can switch to doing a sleight of hand check? Uh, sure, yeah. You, at this point, you're not trying to... You're not trying to figure it out as much as... 
literally trying to just mechanically put things back where they were. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'll do. I'll do. So that. go ahead, slide a hand. Yeah. Especially because if I armed a trap, I don't want somebody to like come in and open this and like get. I feel you. Yeah, that would be bad. I I don't talk like that. <laughs> The knowledge, the the godlike knowledge oozes from your mouth. It's, it's, yeah, it's my favorite part of Demi. 20, unnatural. A 20? You are so lucky. Uh, yes. You, <laughs> lucky, huh? You, oh you, my god. You pull it back, you, you start to pull it uh, in one direction, and you feel just a tiny bit more tension in your fingers for a moment. You're like, oh shit. You're right. No, it can't go like that. It has to go like this first. Oh, and so you're really just almost like even just almost closing your eyes and trying to literally feel the way the puzzle needs to fit back together. And it takes a couple times before you then remember exactly how it started. And you push it back. You pull this. Uh, you pull this part out. That slides in. You push it back in, and you think you have it back to where it was originally. All right. Now I open the box. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm kidding. Yeah, and you just can't figure out how I don't how think it I can. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. All right, I take another deep breath. Uh, and by the way, something definitely clicks in your head. This is not Goliath construction. <laughs> this is something else. Sure. Almost like a person who is obsessively trained with puzzles and mechanics. Right. Um, oh man, Clem would have fucking loved meeting him. Yeah, mechanics and brains everywhere. <laughs> I want to look at a puzzle box. I can carry this though. I can lift it. Uh, yeah, technically, yeah. I'm covering it in a in. I'm covering it in eleven caltrops. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm covering it in my in like a cloak. Okay. And I am uh trying to carry it and like out the, whatever entrance is closest to like the perimeter of the the palisade or whatever. Okay. And I'm just going straight out of the camp while everybody's watching the fight, but All I'm right. carrying this thing out with me. Give me another uh sneaky roll. Supreme sneak. Let's do it. Plus, my viscera fights is very distracting. 24. I love it. All right. Yeah, you feel incredibly sneaky. You move around. You think maybe the horse kind of notices you, sneak past it, but no one else seems to. Is this like Skyrim, where just the horse sees you and that's why your stealth is lost? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Clem and Sir, Sir Beneventura actually, like, after you guys have kind of done sparring, he actually kind of comes over to shake your hand. Them. It's definitely not clean. I say that as I put it in his hand. I say it's definitely not clean. <laughs> it's, it's clean. It's fine. You could see what these people really needed at the moment. So, thank you. I appreciate you going in on it with me. You're a you are a better dude than I thought. I'm going right to Hikari and and like asking her like, hey, help me and this thing up onto snow downs holes and let's go do a short rest outside of the camp. Do you think we can get away with it? Get away with what? 
I didn't do anything. We're getting this course, and is everyone doing a short rest? Or just uh, everyone, yeah, has done a short rest at this point. Oh, okay. I'm uh, sorry. I was like, wait, are we stealing the horse? No, like, no, you're not stealing. I say it, we yeah. go do that. The horses have been lent to us. Could I roll a hit die then? Uh, yeah, please, if you want to uh, spend any hit dice. You've all completed a short rest. Uh, Hakari, you help him get the chest kind of secretly mm-hmm. kind of up onto Snowdown's horse. Yeah. Um, you don't need any health. Uh, no, I don't need. Burbage, if yeah, you want to roll stuff. Um, I've only rolled fives and twos. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Stormbringer, you, uh, you guys can pick your horses however you'd like um but you lead the the horse uh and your friends out of the camp clem directs you where to go clem you'd understand this even at night you feel pretty confident you can guide him on the path to thankheim my lamp lasts for six hours too so oh then you're oh then you see a little (gasps) ball of light the trails behind Burbage as uh, is it as yellow? yeah as as the rest of you on horseback leave the camp, go into the crisp night air of a full moon, and going looking for Dawn Protector. So since I saw Burbage yell at a light that I didn't see before, I'm gonna just walk up to him and kind of just be or like pull my horse up next to him, I guess. And just mm-hmm. kind of lean in and be like, there's a ball of light following you again. Yeah. I you might want to know. Trust me, it's the least of my concerns. That's not really very reassuring. I know. Welcome to the family. <laughs> and at that, why don't we go ahead and stop for this evening? A uh, little bit later of an episode, uh, but uh, I yeah, you guys did awesome. Uh, I kind of wanted to stop it when we kind of got on the road again, and uh, you have a chest, a puzzle box chest now with you, which is not at all problematic. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so thank you so much, everyone, for playing. I really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, again, we are Helpful Go Gaming. We like to play games. So, from all of us on Helpful Goat Gaming, we wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Bye. 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 Well done, everyone. Yay, that was fun. A lot of good stuff. I like that I uh, that Adam told me to go get in a fight, and I yeah. got into a viscera fight. <laughs> it was really awesome. good. <laughs> yeah. I injured just like coming into the town and like immediately like I didn't know what the fuck to do as Stormbringer. It wasn't like Alina didn't know what to do. It was like Stormbringer had so many different motivations pulling her and didn't know how to deal with shit and doesn't really know how to be a leader or deal with things. Um, Mm. That was just fun feeling that conflict and recognizing that it's not like Lena doesn't know how to strategize. It's like I've really gotten into my character enough that I like like her headspace is fucked up right now. Yeah. Um, was cool. That was awesome. I like it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I yeah, like Galway slash charity point well taken about like maybe we just leave it there and save Dawn Protector and Mountain Square. Oh, no, I thought you were fine. I was just like, this is what charity would say. Yeah, totally. And like it makes sense. I just like in that tent, I was like, I, 
if there's any chance that that book is in here, neither Burbage nor I have had any interest in letting losing sight of it. Like, because like, who knows what the fuck is going to happen? Like, if if there's any chance it's in there, like, I am fucking taking it. And so I'm like, God, like, thank thank God for the roles, I guess. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is he right at DC? On the that, 20? Was, that was a 20 DC to just put it back together. <laughs> that is wild. Oh, man. You had a couple of really good roles that were exactly what you needed, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad that I was decisive in precisely the hazardous way that, that I and Burbage tend to be, but hopefully it it pays off. We'll see. So this is one that I'd also flag as, because uh, we and we've talked about this before, of a little bit of difference between like uh, player and character, and sometimes it can be useful to flag that. Yeah. Uh, charity? 100% was like, just fucking leave it and someone will get it. We'll, we'll probably be able to get it if we, you know, get Dawn Protector back, blah, blah, blah. Galway 100% wanted you to take it. Nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> that man was a Goholmian paladin. Galway knows who the Goholmians have been worshipping. Yeah, yep, yep. And yeah. as much as he, like, and just as a note, because Charity probably would have then com would communicate this to you guys when we were on the road, what Andy sent me back was, like, I got the sense that he 100%, like, cared about helping the people and that he did not come across that camp by accident. He was looking for them in some way, shape, or form. So, <laughs> but Charity does not know about that connection of the Goholnians to that because that was primarily a thing that we've come across in uh Burton. Yeah. Right. Um so that was where that I just wanted to flag that was one moment where that was very much charity and Galway had opposite reads on the situation. Nice. Um I think the thing that I enjoyed with this one was a little was this continuing progression that I'm trying to navigate with this of charity taking what Burbage said seriously. And trying to not be as controlling and having more what do people think? What should we do? While also being more confident about himself. Mm -hmm. Of like, look, this is what I would do. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Trying to keep the crowd going. Throw a rat brain at him. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't want you to throw a rat brain at him. I don't like this prick. It's funny that like Burbage is the one who's like, don't be so controlling. But then like when he's in trouble, he's like, charity help. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. <laughs> Immediately. I love that little line of like, brother, I need your help. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll okay. The only other thing that I would say that I would highlight when you're like, sometimes he calls himself Calorin for some reason. <laughs> The sheer level of pun joy that I got from saying it's my first name. Bah! <laughs> That's very good. It's my first name. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's good. Rachel, what did you like? Uh, I liked the Viscera fight. Uh, that's always fun. I did like doing over 100 damage with a cantrip. Oh, my gosh. You Jesus Christ. You might have the record <laughs> that was... for single damage. <laughs> In Fates of Rin. Yay! Yeah. Yep, with a little level six artificer firebolt cantrip. I, and at half yeah. the party's level. <laughs> yeah, and at half the yeah. party's level. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked that all of the things I tried were successful. Yeah. 
You know, like sometimes it's just like, I'm going to do this. Oh, I rolled terribly. But it was like Sanctuary helped Charity to not be like horribly yeah. maimed. And like every spell I cast landed and did a ton of damage. And like the Viscera fight worked out and distracting the guy. Like I just was really happy that like, and oh my God, I also just really liked the uh, Reduce and Large spell. Because like, I was like, how the fuck am I going to get out from this giant yeah, yeah. damn bird? And I was like, well, if I make myself really tiny, I could probably just like, oh, you know, good. crawl. So I really liked how, how that turned out. Because I even said, I'm like, is this stupid? Should I not do this? So, I, yeah. so yeah, that was great. I also really liked the little conversation you and I had, Lena, then with the elder and stuff that I think is starting to break down that little mental barrier Stormbringer has about everyone hates me, everyone hates me, everyone hates me and stuff. And it's... It's like, oh, well, you immediately latched on to a person who's kind of kind to you and actually is is helpful yeah. to you and stuff. And I'm glad. I like that. And I think she's kind of now almost clinging to the everyone hates me because it's simple, right? Like right. it's easier yeah. for her to deal with thinking they all don't want her around yeah. and she's here to get a book and then she can leave rather than having to like step up and possibly be responsible and face herself and face what she's done and face Dawn Protector. So, yeah. Love it. I also wanted to hit two two things on that from from like your performance or related to that. Andy, one that was beautifully done with all of those those conversations. And Lena, you did such a good job, and you you highlighted this as being part of like the subtle emotions of the fuck is going on. Oh, you're not mad at, but I don't know why, and that's almost worse. Mm -hmm. I could deal with you being mad at me. I don't know what to do. I. I don't really want to deploy the family on this since their solution tends to be murderify it, <laughs> even though that's not actually what charity means with regard to helping you. But it's just the like, I loved all of that. And I actually really, really enjoyed the conversation between Clem and Stormbringer as they got to the camp. I thought that, and this sounds like this, this is kind of a weird thing to say. Rachel, I thought you played an older character beautifully there. <laughs> Of the, <laughs> no, I know who you are. I know that you're actually scared. And I know that this is hard and that's fine. You don't need to bullshit me. I'm not going to press you. But just so you know, here's kind of the score. But like, it, it felt like it had the right age dynamic. And I think that that can be a really hard thing to pull off. Thank you. Yeah, I really liked how that went. Yeah. Especially with uh, how much uh, Stormbringer thinks that I'm super young because I'm small. So, like, being able to bring in, like, no, I'm actually old. I know a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to go hunt down some giants. That's going to be I'm fun. I'm really excited. I have two spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which I totally still agree with, like, your reasoning with it. Like, I, I just think it was like everybody's like, yeah, I'm kind of low. And I'm like, I have two, two. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I, I was like, it's bad. But at the same time, City of Stone Giants sounds right. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, but also, I was yeah. just like, yeah, let's plan a heist. Yeah. So we could sneak. But I realized maybe not everybody's sneaky and heisty and fair. I mean, I'm kind of hoping we can still heist it, right? Like, I'm hoping we can find a way to get them out of the away from the giants without having to fight three stone giants i don't know what like but then we have to go to the city to figure out what the fuck's going on maybe right 
Yeah, Stormbringer doesn't care about figuring out what the fuck is going on. Ah! Um, <laughs> she's really single for Clem, Clem is extremely curious, so. Hopefully we can do both. I love it. Also, you better let me look at that puzzle box, because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know it exists, but, like, Rachel is like. <sighs> yeah, well, I, we might need all the help we can get in trying to open it. <laughs> we can just bash it open. I have a special thing where I can b craft like the perfect tool for a situation, so I might be able to utilize That's... that to help us open the box. The perfect pry bar. I mean, it seems really artificery, right? To be able to open a puzzle box. I think you should just get a like class bonus or something. I actually have puzzle boxes right over nice. there on my bookcase nice. too. So. <laughs> this has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play shorter campaigns, one-shots, and have conversations about D&D and games in general. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Helpful Goat, or chat with us and the rest of the Helpful Goat community on our Discord server using the link in this episode's description. For more of our shared gaming projects and live streams, check us out on Twitch, where we are Helpful Goat, or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. If you want to support us, you can make a donation on our coffee page by following that link in the episode description, or you can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podcast Addict. We are a growing community of friends who enjoy playing games, storytelling, and role-playing, and we would love for you to join us as we cultivate a positive and helpful online space together. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.